Welcome to Mama Issues. I'm Shani. And I'm Charmaine. Hello, everyone. I am Mama Shelly. And today we're going to talk about operating in your purpose or your pain. Let's get into it. Motherhood isn't always easy, but it's always worth it. And we want to help you find your own path to purpose and promise. You really have to open up your spirit, your heart. There's a reason why. I mean, people talk about um, Thomas, doubting Thomas. I admire Thomas, you know, biblically, because that's where he was. And Jesus always met people where they were. And so that's what we want to do. That's our goal. We want to meet people where they are. And how can we ever expect, expect to, like, release what's inside of us if we don't release what's inside of us? Well, I really started showing my purpose. Well, I really started to follow my purpose instead of my pain because I started realizing that I was following my pain instead of pursuing my purpose. Because being a young mother, I oftentimes was embarrassed that I had to be a stay-at-home mom Mm -hmm. in order for us to get to the point of making over six figures now. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to be the go-getter. I wanted to be in the forefront, but I couldn't. And God purposely sat me down because I wasn't ready. So I had to acknowledge that I kept trying to follow pain instead of purpose. So every time he was like, you're not ready. And that's the part that I I feel like I need to hear. What was Mm -hmm. the pain? The pain was not feeling good enough wanting to provide for my family and knowing that I had to be a humble wife and sit and let my husband be a husband in his season. And because of that, now God has positioned me to be able to be who I wanted to be because I was faithful to to God. So he is now fulfilling his promise Mm -hmm. for my purpose that he always had destined. But I had to be obedient first with my with God so I can listen and I had a really tough problem with con- trying to control my life mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> and not realizing that I don't have control over my life God mm-hmm. has control over my life mm-hmm. so oftentimes I found myself continuing to go towards things that nurtured my pain a lot so I'm used to being hurt I'm used to being misunderstood. I'm used to being everything for everyone else except myself. So I was following my pain, thinking that was my purpose. But my purpose is what God has destined for me. It's not what I have destined for myself. So really digging into that and really searching And going through my journey and starting to enjoy my journey instead of thinking that God has put a curse on me. And really, he just had me in a season of waiting. And Mm -hmm. I didn't understand the consecration Mm -hmm. in that period at all. I just wanted to work because you work. You feel feel more productive Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel more productive. And it's like, then I sat back and like, Shani, you're just trying to be busy. Mm. You're not being productive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just want to be busy. You want to be, you want to be there for everyone but yourself. So I, I was so busy 
trying to avoid myself mm-hmm. that I wanted to be there for others to avoid me mm-hmm. in my purpose. Because I see so much potential in a lot of people, but with me seeing potential in others, it, it kind of like put a damper on my potential and it made me feel like I couldn't do it, but I always saw it in others. So one day I had to look in the mirror and tell myself that you're worth it. Mm-hmm. Yes, your husband did every, you know, he worked from the ground up. And in the beginning, I was the I was the breadwinner. Let's mm-hmm. just say it like that. Mm-hmm. I was making the money for our family. But then he stepped up because we're, we, we've been together for what, 10 years now? Well, together 10 years, but I'm married seven, mm-hmm. six. You know, I kind of lose count. <laughs> so, yeah, we've been together for a while. And just going through every kind of relationship with him really, really brought out my purpose. Because both of us, even in a relationship at one point, we both come from similar backgrounds. Kind of, you know, broken home, things mm-hmm. like that. And then we we were oftentimes nurturing our pain with each other. Mm -hmm. And we had a very, um, you know, that emotional bond. Mm -hmm. In the beginning, it was... uh, Like codependency. Yeah, it was a codependent relationship in the Mm -hmm. beginning. And then as we dive deeper into our relationship, we realized that, oh, we like each other like each other. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not just the lust thing and God actually meant for it to be. Mm -hmm. So we had to fight each other's demons together. Mm-hmm. In order to get to a position to where we build each other up. Because mm-hmm. it was a lot of times where we broke each other down because mm-hmm. we thought that that's what was healthy. Right. And that's not healthy. So going through, you know, different little trials with my relationship, with my relationship with my kids, my relationship with y'all, everybody. I just found myself always being in a painful situation. Mm-hmm not following purpose, Mm -hmm. following pain, because I'm so used to being hurt, being Mm -hmm. hurt by family, friends. I just wanted to be hurt Mm -hmm. unconsciously. I didn't know. Mm -hmm. And it's like, wow, you deserve to be happy. Right. I can identify with that because I can identify with, like, navigating the pain my whole life. But that becomes your normal. Yeah. Pain becomes your normal. And so anything outside of pain is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And like yes. the relationship that I'm in now, right now, I had to realize, oh, it's okay to be happy. Right. This is what a healthy relationship feels like after being emotionally, physically abused, you know, mm-hmm. after being put down. And I didn't realize, of course, that's a whole nother story, you know, your dad put me down because that's all he knew. He was put down. Mm-hmm. But not realizing that it's okay to be happy. And this mm-hmm. is what happiness feels like. It was foreign. It it's was foreign. very weird. Yes. To be happy. Yes. I just finished crying out to God and thanking God for just thank you, God. I've never felt joy. Mm. Because I've been sad most of my life. And recently, when I started following what God had for me, it's like doors keep opening. But I was so scared because I just wanted to feel pain. That's embarrassing. Nothing to be embarrassed about, baby. 
I really just yearned for pain because that's all I knew. So I found myself doing laundry and I'm like, God, why am I so happy? And it's like, I prayed to be happy, but when it's here, it's overwhelming sometimes. Absolutely. That's good. And that's where sabotage comes in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like God is the master physician. Mm-hmm. When you say God heal me, He's gonna first. You have to. He's gonna show you you, mm-hmm. and you have yeah. to be ready. And God showing me me, I navigated to that pain. And any time happiness came knocking at my door, I would open it, but I would slam it shut. And I would even sometimes nail it shut because it did not feel familiar and it wasn't comfortable. Like, stop treating me so good. Like, right. why are you doing or, that? Or going back to trust issues, what's the motive? Yeah. So then you don't trust the goodness, even though it's what you prayed for. You don't trust that because it's so unfamiliar, so unfamiliar. And that was that was my prayer. Not to take away from you, no, no, but no, no, go no. ahead. No, yeah, I was just really praying out to God, like, what did I, what did I do to deserve this happiness? And mm. I, and then I, I came to realization that I deserve it. You do. I deserve to be happy. I deserve to walk in my purpose. Yes. I deserve not to be scared. Right. Definitely. To want what I want, mm-hmm. and it's okay that I had to sit down and feel embarrassed that. I couldn't do what I wanted to for my family. I just didn't want to, I just always just wanted to work because I saw you work and mm-hmm. that's all I knew. And I felt like if I didn't work, that I wasn't anything in life. But God really humbled me and showed me that I could still be who I am and be a stay at home mom. Mm-hmm. And well, you know, now I work from home, but. I didn't feel, I never felt good enough once God gave my husband the platform to provide solely mm-hmm. for his family. I just wanted to be that. And I, and oftentimes I got jealous mm. that I couldn't be that. Mm. That's deep. That's deep. I got real jealous because it's like, why can't you understand that I want to work? But God's like, no, you need to heal. Mm. You don't need to work. You've been working since you were a child. And I just was so sad because I'm like, man, I'm used to working. You know, we had the store. Yes. <laughs> we, you had a store. So then I worked for you. And then going to college, I worked in college. I've always just been busy, always just working, working, working. And even just talking about it, I see why. Now, it was time for me to create peace for my life. Yeah. And I deserve it. And so he blessed me with a husband to provide for me. And I know women always say, oh, girl, why are you over there <laughs> crying about a husband that take care of you? That's not that's not it. It's just as a woman, you want to be able to provide for yourself. You mm-hmm. never want to depend on a man for anything. So because I was so independent and then got into a relationship and then had children so early mm-hmm. in life, it just took away my independence mm-hmm. that I, you and know, your that childhood too. Yeah, it took and away innocence. my childhood. Yeah, it, I had to sacrifice a lot to get to where we are today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, I'm reminded of a scripture. It says, "God is our shepherd, and you shall not want." 
and he will make you lay Lie down, down. Mm -hmm. yes, he regardless will. if you want to. But if you believe in that scripture and you say, God, you my Lord, and I need you to take control, guess what? He going to make you lay down in green pastures and lead you yep. beside, beside the still waters. So that's what that reminds me of. And just remember that sometimes when you feel like that. For anybody, really, God's going to make you lay down mm -hmm. beside or, um, in green pastures. Rather, regardless if we want it or not, mm -hmm. or how we want it, mm -hmm. that's what, and that's exactly what he told me the other day, because I was like, God, why am I not, because I was like, Lord, I feel like I need to be busy, 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 busy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and and yeah. God is like, I said, I'm your shepherd, mm -hmm. and you shall yeah, not, not want. <laughs> I have not wanted. So why am I tripping? God right. told me, is right. there anything that I, that you've ever asked me for that, that I, I have provided? not given you? Yep. And I was He's like, going to take care of everything that concerns you. I did you. Yes. to complain about my jobs and stuff. <laughs> so now exactly. <laughs> now he's saying, I'm going to provide the way yes. for you to heal your soul. Because if your soul's not healed, right. guess what? You can't help nobody else. Yep. You can't pour into your kids, your husband, your business. You can't do none of that if your yep. soul is not right. We pour into them. But it'll be that generational behavior, yeah. yes. that unhealthy pouring. Mm -hmm. And so we want to transition away from that and recognize what we're pouring. That's a yes. whole nother yes. episode. Right. <laughs> what are you pouring? Yes. What fountain are you drinking from and what are you pouring? Mm -hmm. And so we have to realize that and recognize that. What are we following? Mm-hmm. Paying yes. a purpose. So, Shani, you, you dropped that gold nugget. Yeah. No, yes. that was a diamond. That was a diamond. Definitely. <laughs> you dropped that. Are you following your purpose or your pain? And I had to really sit with that. Mm -hmm. That resonated in my soul. Yes. So I knew that was a, the voice of the Lord mm -hmm. sharing, having you share that. And yeah. it didn't come from an empty place either. No, it didn't. Even though I felt empty. It didn't come from an empty place at all. It's just when you deal with a lot of childhood trauma and mm -hmm. trauma, middle age trauma, adulthood trauma, it's just you don't, you just don't ever know how to be happy. Mm -hmm. Especially when you're thinking about generational behavior. Mm -hmm. You're just so used to just being stuck, and it's a mindset. It's a slavery mindset at that. Yeah. yeah. To think that you can't do the mm -hmm. impossible. Right. To think that there's boundaries. It's really a slavery mindset that is passed down of going back to don't take this out of the house. Don't what what happens in this house stays in this house. Mm -hmm. Just why are we what are, why are we protecting trauma? Right. Why are right. we protecting protecting trauma it, it makes no sense to me because that hinders our purpose mm -hmm. because we have all these skeletons in the closet mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we got and some of us got dead bodies <laughs> cemeteries yeah, <laughs> yeah from skeletons to, right. to every everything is in the closet everything right. mm -hmm. and it's time to unpack that open the closet take them out one by one figure mm -hmm. out what the skeleton belongs to right and if it's not yours give it back right Yes. Right. And report it. Right. To God. <laughs> hey, I need you to fix this because it's right. still sitting around. It's it's, it's lingering. Mm -hmm. S something something something's not going on. And that's something 
God will answer because it's always, it's something, something ain't right. Mm -hmm. But you have to work on patience if you have purpose mm -hmm. because having purpose requires patience. Mm -hmm. I've learned that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the process, I hear process. Yeah. Sometimes the process doesn't look like the promise. Right. So if God gives us a promise, we're looking at the promise and we forget all about the process. Yep. We the forget journey. about the, the low times. Like think about a seed that goes into the ground. Mm -hmm. We forget about the breaking. That mm -hmm. ground first has to be broken. Mm -hmm. Come on, get into it. It has to be broken. Yep. And so in order for it to come, and then before that it has to rain. Mm. So we need that, that storm. That that water, you need storm. a storm. Yeah. It, you know, what do I say all the time? If it never rain, what? We'd never grow. Yep. That's true. So we're looking for the promise and we forget all about the process. Hmm. And then sometimes we navigate to that pain. Yeah. And not the purpose. And then you yes. backtrack mm -hmm. because you constantly remind yourself, well, not you, the enemy. Right. Remind you. Mm -hmm. Hey, don't you got that pain sitting around the back? <laughs> <laughs> Did you yeah. pack that in that yeah. uh, pocket? You, you know what's over there. Stop playing. <laughs> you know, so... If you don't stay focused on what God has for you, mm -hmm. it, it will never work. So let me ask you ladies this. Where in your life can you honestly say in self-reflecting that you followed your pain and not your purpose? And do we even know what our purpose is? Well, I, I answer that. I was following my pain, um, and I have a my past relationship, I was following my pain by doing what I was doing in that relationship. Coming out, when I came out of that relationship, I still was trying to do the same thing. You remember when I came out same here? Same thing like what? Like same career, same goals. Like I didn't realize that God was putting me in a position to change as a whole person, career, mm -hmm. personality. Like he was reconstructing me all mm -hmm. over. Mm -hmm. But I kept trying to follow that pain like, oh, well, this is familiar. Let me go ahead and get in this industry right. or this thing. God is saying, no, you following your pain and not your purpose. Mm -hmm. I called you to do this and not that. To greater. Yes, right. I called you not to be who you were, but to who you are becoming. Mm. Yes, evolve. Don't mm -hmm. stay where you at. Like, you don't need to be a cashier here and then Nothing now you want to be a manager. I used to be a cashier now. No, no, no. Oh, no. But we, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no. is that. <laughs> hey, get your money. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is that we follow our pain because it's like, oh, this job. So, okay, let's just say McDonald's. Okay. okay, you work at McDonald's, you're a cashier, mm -hmm. right? You're like, I'm going to quit this job, start me a podcast, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> and then you start it, and then it's like, hmm, I don't think, I don't think it's working out because something happened, mm -hmm. too. You know, mm -hmm. trials happened during the podcast. I don't want to do it. And so then while you're in the midst of, trying to figure out left and right. Here goes your here goes your old job. We really need you. We'll even hire you as a manager. Mm. Oh man, they need me over there. They don't need you. They do not need you over there. So then you follow the management position mm -hmm. because it's familiar with you and this the left side is getting rough. Mm -hmm. So now you're going back to McDonald's just to become a manager mm -hmm. when you had to just stay and switch your environment, mm -hmm. not your purpose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I was just bringing it back to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Preacher, preacher. <laughs> I'm not. 
But yes, um, following your pain and purpose, that's what I was saying. I kept trying to go back to who I was mm -hmm. instead of understanding that God, thank you, Lord, for opening doors. But we have to actually walk through those doors. Mm -hmm. And it right. gets, that's you get right. fearful. You definitely do. You be like, yes. what is going on? Right. But then that's when you have to hold on to what he said. Just like um, Elijah he, in the Bible, he uh, when he was at the brook, and the mm -hmm. brook dried up. We it, talked about yes, this. Yes. And God was like, um, it's time for you to go. Mm. That brook dried up. And he sent him a word, and he said, I need you to go find that widow. Mm. And when he found that widow, the widow said, and he, but first, let me mention this. The Lord said that the widow will feed you. Mm. And then he went to the widow, and the widow said, I don't have anything. I'm getting mm. ready to, I'm gathering these sticks because I'm getting ready to <laughs> That's die. That's the process, right. not looking that like the That is the promise. process, like right. you were saying. Not You're not like trusting the, the process. Yeah. Yeah. And the widow said, I'm gathering these sticks, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I'm getting ready to take me and my son. We're going to have his last dinner. Check this out. Right. We're going to have his last <laughs> dinner. And then the Holy Spirit said, but if you don't understand what your, pro your purpose is, mm -hmm. you're going to follow the pain, which was the pain is leaving something that is familiar, mm -hmm. leaving something that was feeding you. The mm -hmm. raven was feeding Elijah. Mm -hmm. But if you allow that to um, take a hold of you mm -hmm. and not really understand, God has a word in your life that will really mm -hmm. germinate and grow. Because mm -hmm. remember, mm -hmm. a mustard yeah. seed is small. Mm -hmm. And if you don't understand who you are, you're going to stay right there and dry out. But if you understand who you are, you will grow and mm -hmm. grow and grow. But what I'm saying is, is when Elijah came to that, uh, to the widow and mm -hmm. she kept saying, I don't have it. I don't have it. Mm -hmm. Know what God told you in mm -hmm. that purpose, in that, that plan. Difficult. Yes. And know that when, and guess what? This is the greatest part about it is when, when she actually came to her senses, was like, okay, well, let me go ahead and follow the Lord. He, he said to feed him. Mm -hmm. once, he fe once she fed him, mm -hmm. she was able to not run dry. Mm -hmm. And when we follow our purpose, if we will let go and understand that it is all in God's hands, because remember, it's a give and take with mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. You have to give something in order to take something mm -hmm. from him. Right. Or, you know, Sometimes take blessings. Receive, yeah. right. receive yes, yeah. receive. You have to give God something. Mm -hmm. Just like a child, you like, they crying because you done took the bottle, but baby, hold on, I'm about to refill you real right. quick. You got to right. give it back. Right. That's right. a good one. You got to give it back. Yeah. You don't realize but there's yes. more. Right. Yes, there's okay, a purpose. There is a purpose Ooh. in your pain. Mm. Mm -hmm. You didn't go through that. We didn't go through this for no reason. That's right. There is a purpose in your pain for you to never run dry. But you don't see it in 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 the in the moment. Yes. You don't see that pain in the moment. Definitely. Yeah, you, really you said don't. there's a purpose in your pain, and that's when it requires patience. Yes. Back to that. It, it patience. really requires patience. I know that sounds so cliche. I'll never break for patience again I'm in my life. You, patience is a never. virtue. Yeah. Patience yeah. is a virtue. Yeah. yeah. So let me ask you this, because I really want us to unwrap this, what I'm hearing. How does one know one's purpose? We understand the pain, but how do you know your purpose? I have grown people coming to me. I can understand a child coming to me, because you know my background is education and I love children. Mm -hmm. And how, what about purpose? I told, oh, go ahead. Pam. How do you go know ahead, your purpose? How do you discover your purpose? For me, I had to silence everyone around me. Mm. So I had to elevate and, and to separate in order to 
elevate, I had to separate. And just the recent, you know, we all, you came to Atlanta first, then, you know, oh, mm -hmm. yeah, you came first, and mm -hmm. then Charmaine left me, y'all both left me in California, but before Charmaine even left, God repositioned where exactly my, my city, mm -hmm. on where I live. He repositioned us, and with my husband's job, out of nowhere, right after I had my newest child, mm -hmm. I was, what, about a week due until, like, oh, yeah. about a week due, and then they told me, well, they told him, and then he came home and told me, hey, we're moving, our company's moving to a different city, and we can either move or not, and mm -hmm. I'm like, what? Let's do it, because I felt God. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's very important to make sure that you have that spiritual connection, because if I wasn't under that realm, I mm -hmm. would have missed my blessing mm -hmm. because it was definitely a blessing in disguise. So he separated. I was the second one to go. And then Charmaine was left in the city that we were all in. <laughs> and so I didn't want to leave. Mm -hmm. I was comfortable. I was very comfortable. I, had, I was. No, actually, I had just had him, actually. Mm -hmm. He was only what a couple days. He was only a couple days and so now from getting the nursery ready to taking everything down and repositioning my life it was very hard but mm -hmm. god had to position me to be uncomfortable again mm. because i was getting too comfortable mm -hmm. so that's why it's very important to stay uncomfortable mm. because if you don't he will move you mm -hmm. and keep moving you mm -hmm. until you understand Mm -hmm. Your position, right. he wants you and to rely on him. So he would constantly keep changing mm -hmm. the way for you. Mm -hmm. He will always change the lane, and that's when I really felt I really feel like God was carrying me with mercy because mm -hmm. I knew better. So I was no longer under God's grace; I was under His mercy because He He was given that that warning of. If you don't move, this is the last time mm. I'm carrying you. And I never, ever want to be under God's mercy. I never want to beg God to, to bless me or to take care of me mm -hmm. at all, like, or to keep me mm -hmm. or to take away my life because I'm not following his purpose mm -hmm. because I have children that look up to me and mm -hmm. not only that i have young men i have mm -hmm. four boys mm -hmm. i have no daughters i only have men that i'm raising so in order for my boys to to follow me i must be this stand-up woman of god mm -hmm. for my children mm -hmm. not just for me mm -hmm. so we have to bring this to a close i know it's getting juicy and good yeah, yeah. and healing and healing this is very healing I don't know about you. What do you? Yeah, definitely. It's very healing. So what would you say about your purpose? You know your purpose. This is what I told somebody um, at the church one time. I said that you know your purpose when you are doing it without even thinking about mm -hmm. it. Because mm. she was like, I don't know my purpose. I'm 50 years old. Mm. I don't know my And, and you know, you pray for that. But you know your purpose when you do it without even thinking about it. Like mm -hmm. my purpose is I want to give. Mm -hmm. I do it without thinking about it. And mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, or encouraging. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I always want to be that, that shoulder 
that's my purpose. Okay. We all are made of one body, but we all have different reasons on why we function. Right. So our takeaway is we're going to move and function Silence. and operate yeah. in our purpose, not effectively. our pain. Yes. Effectively. Operate effectively. Yes. Silence everyone out. Yes. So you Even yourself hear? sometimes. Yes. yes. Shut yourself up. Yeah. Shut up. Shut yourself up. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move in our yeah. purpose and not our pain. Yes. Yes. All right. So thanks for tuning in to another episode of Mama Issues. So if you like this episode, please don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe.